What's up, guys, and welcome back to Sensibly Loud Radio. And no, you're not hearing things. Brand new intro music. Same show. J-Mac here in the studio with you. I've got B-Easy right here with me. What's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, man. How's it going? Not too bad, dude. It's good to be back. What do you think of the new intro music? I like it. Yeah, it's great. It doesn't have our bumbling voices in it. It seems nice, but then also seems counterproductive considering... The rest of the show is our bumbling voices for an hour, but whatever. <laughs> well, we're moving into a new phase here uh, all around at the company for Sensibly Loud. Uh, so, you know, might as well ring into it with a more edgier theme song. It's kind of where my head's at, too, man. There's been a lot of change. We launched the new website, which is going to really kind of hit the ground running on the next day or so. It's out there now, so every time you go to sensiblyloud.com, it's our actual new layout and everything that we've been working on since what, like November? Uh, yeah, it feels that way. I think a lot of it started coming together a couple months ago, and you know, we pushed that last extra mile last month. Yeah, man. I mean, I think a lot of what people don't realize with that is a lot goes into it where you have to really think about what the functionality is that we need now, and then also what we're going to need six months from now and also what are we gonna need six years from now and so a lot of that kind of comes with thinking through okay well we needed to do this we needed to do that we want to design it this way but we want that there's a lot that goes into it but it was i think it's gratifying at the end i'm so damn glad it's done because it's fried my brain i know that yeah i like it a lot and i think from the perspective of you know having joined this uh family uh this little soiree back in the fall uh just having everybody displayed up where everybody has their own individual page and kind of gives that extra flair of personality so you get to see everybody see everybody's lovely face what everybody looks like and uh, a little bit of a, a quote to just kind of reflect uh, their personality along with it i mean sam's picture is the best one right oh yeah yeah <laughs> it's so good it's absolutely amazing but it's the best way to describe knowing sam so it's it's perfect. It really is. Yep. Sam Bino is an amazing guy. We spent so much time captioning that damn picture of just ridiculous things like, you know, I just pooped under the table and things like that. <laughs> They're just so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> it's probably not going to stop there. Oh, no, man. But that's been going on for quite some time. It's a great picture. It's a good looking site. Everybody, please go check it out since BlueLoud.com. We're really proud of it. It's the home of all the shows and Man, it's funny, like, we're kind of finishing that phase of everything, and, you know, we're doing a lot more blogging, we're doing all this kind of stuff, and uh, Jason and I are working on on developing a new show that I think people are really going to like. We've talked about it a little bit here, but uh, I, I don't, yeah. we don't, we haven't worked out all the specifics of it yet, but it's going to be a general sports show more than just one specific, which is kind of different from everything we've done, and... I don't know. We haven't really exactly figured it out yet, but we're working on it. I think that's probably going to come later this summer is kind of what the, the goal is, or maybe even earlier this summer. We'll just have to see what it looks like. So, I mean, we're developing another new show. We're, you know, we, I mean, just Peachy's taken off big time. We've been, you know, rocking and rolling there. Radio's done well. The outfielder's coming back. We're starting to look at the outfielder trip. Looks like the trip is most likely going to be Pittsburgh. Ooh, yeah. I'm looking forward to this. Dude, yeah. And there's a chance, a small chance, that we could have a guest uh, join us on that trip. I don't want to give away who it is yet, but that would be all right. Pr pretty good, though. I think I, I, everybody would love this guest, so I know that. So it would be good times. So we're, we're in the final stages of starting to look at that and really kind of getting that narrowed down. Ben's kind of working on that, and he kind of took the the – you know, the charge or the lead on that. And now he kind of found uh, what the best kind of series looks like. I think the Mets are going to be there whenever we're going to be up there is the weekend we're targeting sometime, maybe in like August, something like that. But more to come on that. But the outfielders coming back. I'm excited. We're about to drop the new commercial as well, which we've talked about a little bit. And everybody's been asking me about. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I, can't uh, wait. I could tell that was a lot of fun to, to create. Dude, and we'll talk more about, so we already talked a little bit about like the actual creation of it, but I'll be blogging some pictures and stuff like that of the actual process and what drew the attention and all that stuff. So there's there's a lot of cool stuff to come in. It's been a, a hell of a couple of months. I mean, I was literally on my way to New York last weekend, which we're going to 
talk about a ton here in this episode, I think. And I was working. I got up super early. Uh, we'll kind of go into it. But I worked on the site all the way there, all the way back. I mean, it's like every waking second I've been on my phone, on my laptop, doing something, getting it all ready. I'm so glad it's over with. <laughs> so glad. <laughs> yeah, you're telling me there's been days at work where I'm, you know, busy with that and busy helping other people I work with. And then at the same time, I'm kind of multitasking, going over here and be like, okay, let me go back to this tab and yeah. see what's going on with the site and research this and what does this mean? And, you know, just kind of brushing up on that. I mean, I learned HTML back in the day. I believe you did as well. And, uh, man, it's a uh, different times these days, dude, you're telling me. And that's, and thank God to be real honest with you. Cause I don't think I could go back and code code again, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. we did a lot of coding for this too, though. So, I mean, it was, it was no easy task, but it's, it was absolutely well worth it. So excited there. Be looking for the new content coming out. We've got great, some great new blogs that John candy blog I wrote came out really well. Grenovo's last blog was incredible. Yeah. Incredible. I love the part about him talking about getting fired from checkers. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. But we'll talk more about Grenovo here in a couple of minutes because I want to tell you about meeting him in New York. Yeah. So let's uh let's start with that. And you know, I, I think both of us have been busy so far this year, not only with uh, the web design of, of the site and uh, everything else. I mean, at the same time, we've been trying to keep up with our content. So for listeners out there, if there's been gaps, we apologize, but we're trying to make things better here. We're trying to enrich it. Um, but in the midst of all that, uh, with you going out of town recently, uh, tell us about that. Dude, so I've been traveling a shit ton lately. I mean, it's like every month I've been somewhere. I was in Colorado. I remember, I went to Florida for the worst possible situation ever just because I had to go to Florida more than anything else. <laughs> you know, I, I've been kind of all over the damn map lately. And so this trip to New York was actually the latest jaunt that, that kind of came up. And so buddy of mine got married this past weekend. So he's a real close friend of mine. It was just something I didn't want to miss. Lives in Jersey. And so I decided, you know what, it's like uh, kind of a short notice. I just saw him in Vegas back when I was there in November and, you know, kind of decide on a whim that, you know, this is the girl for me. And he told me while we were there that, you know, I think this is the one, you know, kind of thing. And a couple months later, how long, were, uh, how long had they been seeing each other? Not that long, man, like maybe nine, ten months, something like that. Were they living together? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they, uh, you know, they, they kind of decided to get married. And so it was kind of a quick trip and. So I decided, and, and it sucked in a way, uh, and this is strictly personal, because I was planning on going to New York in like, no, in like May, and I was going to go to a Mets game, because I wanted to go to City Field, I wanted to go see Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Midtown, and you know, I wanted to, to kind of make a trip out of it, I wanted to kind of surprise Claire with it, but, you know, and, and so it's like one of those things, it's like, I'm, I'm absolutely happy they're getting married, uh, or was happy they were getting married, I was glad to go, it just that. It just sucked that it was that's where I was planning to go and they were getting married there, too. You know what I mean? And like it would have been one thing if they were getting married in like California or something. You know what I mean? Or Florida or Florida. I almost, <laughs> went, with Florida. I almost went with Florida, but I didn't. That would be another thing that would probably cause me not to go is where my head's at with that. Anyway, mm -hmm. uh, aside from that, it just threw off that little bit of a plan, but it was a rough plan to begin with. It wasn't, you know, I mean, nothing was, it's not like something was set in stone or anything, so it's not that big of a deal. So I was happy to go. So we left on Thursday morning. I got up at 2.45. You and I worked on the site till at least 11. Yeah. So you were <laughs> running on fumes. You running were probably grabbing like five cups of Dunkin' Donuts coffee. You know. Dude, it was one of those things. It was too early to drink coffee. Yeah, that's true. It, I've been there before. It, it just, you know what I mean? It's like, it was so early, it didn't even sound good. Because I was like, oh, God, no. I don't think so. You know, and so I'm sleepwalking my way through the airport, you know. And so we had a 6 a.m. flight. And the thing is, whenever I go from Dallas, to the, especially to the Northeast, to, you know, Boston or New York, I will always take that 6 a.m. flight out. Because it's a four and a half to five hour flight. And it's a long way to go. And at least by the time you get there, you've got half the day. That's true. Because it is just such a long trip in general from here. Worse, obviously way worse from California. But but I always take that, that 6 a.m. flight out of here. Get on the plane. 
and for whatever reason, so we're driving to the, the airport before we even get on the plane, and it was kind of foggy and stuff like that, and it was a little bit rainy, but it wasn't that bad. Dude, Thursday, I don't know what happened in the Metroplex. You can speak more to this. It like seems like in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, it just exploded with traffic and nastiness <laughs> everywhere because we got delayed on the runway for like an hour. Wow. And I, so I fell asleep. And and I heard about this obviously a little bit later after the fact, but I fell asleep on the runway. I woke up and we were just starting to take off, and I was like, "What the hell?" Like I figured that we'd been in the air at least for half the plane ride at this point because I was I'd been asleep. And so I look around, and you know Claire's passed out, everybody else has passed out. The plane starts to take off, and I was like, "Well, got my laptop out, started working on the website." <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so I worked pretty much the whole way there. So we got in, we landed at LaGuardia. And took an Uber from Upper... So LaGuardia is in Upper Queens. And so we took an Uber from Queens all the way to the city. And the thing about it is... So let me ask you this. Have you done New York before? No. Okay. So the thing about it is the city is mostly one-way streets. Mm -hmm. And so you've got to hit everything at the right angle. Otherwise, it's really, really difficult to get back to where you need to go. Yeah. And so... It's one of those things where the Uber took us like up and all the way around the island and then down the other side because we were staying in Midtown Manhattan, which is literally just like mid midtown of the island. So it's about I'd say it's about three miles from the park from Central Park and then about three to five miles from lower Manhattan down like 911 Wall Street area. Gotcha. So right like in the middle. We were actually technically staying in Hell's Kitchen on the edge of Midtown. So really nice hotel, kind of a boutique type hotel. The room was tiny, all that. I mean, you know, it's the city, it's New York, all that. So it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I didn't really care. Other than the fact that Claire and I seem to be elbowing each other at every single turn. And <laughs> dude, there was this nightstand that was like level with the bed. And I hit my elbow on the corner of this nightstand no less than 100 times. <laughs> You and nightstands, man. Dude, I'm telling you. And I screamed curse words every single time it happened, too. <laughs> no doubt about it. Did I ever tell you about the uh, time that I fell out of bed? I had a dream that I got punched in the eye, and it turns out that I fell out of bed, and I hit my, my head on the nightstand. Oh, damn. No, <laughs> yeah, I hadn't heard that one. Yeah. Yeah, it was right up there with the time that my roommate from college was drunk and got up in his uh, <laughs> stupor and kicked through the wall and broke his toes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking moron. But uh, yeah, so that happened no less than a hundred times. So that night we, or that afternoon, we met up with. So we walked down to the park a little bit, and Claire, for whatever reason, didn't bring tennis shoes. Really, hmm. she brought like boots, and she had some Vans that were like half tennis shoes. But dude, we're talking walking fourteen to sixteen miles a day. Yeah, it's a lot of walking. It's a lot of walking. It's hard on your knees and legs. That's and, like being in Vegas. Right. Oh, oh, it's worse than that. By by worse? long. Oh, yes. Absolutely. It's way worse than that. It's just one of those things. Like I told her several times, bring tennis shoes and didn't listen to me. And, you know, and I, I didn't rub it in her face or anything because she her feet hurt bad enough as it is. Um, but like she was just miserable for a lot of the time with that. But she was a to her credit, she was an absolute trooper. Yeah. So, good on her. We met up with a buddy of mine later on that evening, and we toured. He works at Google, and so we toured the Google complex in New York, which is literally a building that's made out of a full city block. Right. Yeah, it's massive. Yeah, it's massive, and it's about 16 floors, I think, something like that, maybe 18 floors, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. And, dude, they have Razor scooters to get around the the you know block and everything because it's so far to like across the building and whatnot oh yeah you'd have to yeah so keeping razor in business that's always good to know (laughs) you know somebody's gotta you know make sure that those ankles keep keep broken and whatnot right wasn't always the problem with razors was the broken ankles i think so yeah yeah they're dangerous or concussions yeah concussions dude if you're if you catch a blow to the head from a scooter you're doing it wrong (laughs) Oh, you know, you take it off some sweet jumps. You don't know what's going to happen. It's true. There was a time. (laughs) For sure. Uh, So after that, we so we did that. And then we went and met Granovo for a drink. Okay. So so the the mysterious Granovo. Yeah. So this is our newest blogger. So he's written two blogs so far. 
Both of them are absolutely electric. <laughs> Dude, he is the most random person. I can't believe he has a dog named Nicodemus. <laughs> yeah. That is I, my my mind first went to Secret of Nim. I'm like Nicodemus. Yeah, dude, it's 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 a hell of a Bible reference. It really is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's not a, a religious guy though, but he's this. So we were both very skeptical of each other. It felt. Yeah, it almost sounded like in his uh, first blog there was a little bit of uh, starting up a little rivalry yeah. with you in terms of you know what it, to think. It could be, dude. It could be a so he's a he's a diehard New York fan. He's from New York, so I'm learning more and more about him as we go. But like, he's kind of mysterious to all of us. Only only one person really knows him, and and he kind of just turned him loose to me and let it, you know, let it simmer. And so, I've just sort of been getting to know him through his writing and just having had a couple conversations with him. But man, like, so we went to this happy hour. And it was this little little pub, kind of like an Irish pub type of place. And it was kind of dark and it just it it almost all went too well of just like a dude that wants to stay in the shadows a little bit. <laughs> it really it felt like it, you know, and it was probably just happened to be the time of day and all that kind of thing. But it felt like he was trying to stay in the shadows, mm-hmm. which was really interesting. Uh, a real quirky dude. He's a lifelong Knicks fan. He's a Jets <laughs> Jets fan. And he. <laughs> Man, he's an Islanders fan. It's rough, man. He's got some rough sports allegiances. And wow. He's a Mets fan, too. And he was wearing a fucking Patrick Ewing uh, Knicks jersey with a backwards hat on. And he just was a very, like, almost timid. It's like he was kind of trying to survey the situation, which caused me to kind of survey the situation, which probably caused for some weird pauses a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know. But he's a nice dude. Uh I I don't really like I said I don't I still don't feel like I know a lot about him. You know, even after really hanging out and having a, a drink or so with the guy, I don't really feel like I got to know him that well. He just seemed I don't want to speak ill of him, but it felt like he was a little bit of a nerd in a way. Yeah. Well, you know, he probably didn't want to say the wrong thing or you know, it's you know how it goes with yeah. first meetings of people. For sure. And I mean, do you know what it reminded me of? The best way to describe it, and this is a shitty way to describe it, but do you remember that that Seinfeld whenever Elaine starts falling in love with the guy at the video store, but she never actually (laughs) sees his face and and she goes to like see him and brings him like vodka and like whatever. It almost felt like that's what I was going to run into. (laughs) (laughs) It's like you can't see my face. (laughs) You know, that kind of thing. So I was really hoping that wouldn't be the case. It wasn't exactly the case, but it, 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 I didn't come away learning a lot. So it's going to be interesting to continue to to meet more or you know learn more about him. I would love yeah. to see if we could get him on radio at some point. Yeah, definitely. That would be anything really awesome. he wants to talk about. I can't even imagine what it would be based on his first two blogs because, dude, I feel like I have to know how he got fired from his first blogging job. Yeah, that should be interesting. He seemed to want to brush past that. He said that was another story for another day. I want to know <laughs> when that other day is because I feel like I need to know about this. Yeah. Well, who knows? Probably creative differences or, you know, stuff happens all the time. You know how it is. You work with very uh, stubborn people and, you know. But the guy got fired from checkers. <laughs> like, I, I don't I don't really... I can't imagine. Whatever. We're going to see. It's going to be interesting to continue to know this guy. Yeah. Like I said, I'm going to try to twist his arm a little bit to get him on radio. He's also kind of hard to get a hold of. He's sort of like a dude. So I don't know what his job is specifically. Uh, I mean, it seems like blogger is the job, but I mean, he's got to be doing something else, but he's virtually silent throughout the day. And like his blogs always surface at like one o'clock in the morning. Hmm. If you haven't noticed that, that's a trend so far. Well, if he lives in New York, he's definitely got another job. How are you going to live in New York without a job? Dude, I don't know. I have no idea. He could be a How rock do you pay the bills. I probably struggle paying the bills living over there myself. Yeah. And I'm, but, I make pretty good money. Yeah, but he could be a Rockefeller for all I know. Oh, uh, well, that's true. <laughs> I mean, that's what I, uh, the, the possibilities are endless. If he is, that'd be awesome. I'm just just going to say it. <laughs> That's somebody I want working for me. That's all I can tell you. 
But I feel yeah. like we're gonna we're gonna clash over some of these New York rivalry with Boston. No, oh, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. I I'll just sit back good. and bring a bring a thing of popcorn and just be like, these guys are idiots. God isn't everybody else, dude. We've been in the mud on Twitter all day long arguing with people, but that's a whole other story. It just never fucking ends. Anyway, yep, that's um, the internet. That's the internet for you. We do run an internet company. But yeah, man, so more to come on Grenovo, but that was kind of the, the meetup for that. We did uh, dinner in the West Village that night. So I want to tell you about a really weird trend that New York has. Uh, and this is, at first I thought this was weird. The second time I thought it was definitely more strange. And the third time I just, I don't even know what to say. The amount of strange bathrooms in New York are <laughs> off the charts, dude. Okay. So I'm at the West Village having dinner at this little place with some friends of ours. And they had been there before. Nice little boutique Italian place. Great food. You know, um, it, it was pretty good food. It wasn't the best food I've had, but it was good. It was, you know, yeah, it was yeah. a nice place. Nice bottle of wine, all that. So I was like, hey, I, I'm going to go to the restroom and wash my hands before we eat. My buddy was like, okay. I was like, uh, and he had gone before me. And so I was like, where did you happen to find the restroom? And he was like, yeah. Uh, it's a little bit weird. And so he's like, look to your left. And so I look over to my left and there's like a little like, you know how they'll have like the little computer station for like a server where they can put the orders in and stuff. Right. So there's like a little station right there and there's like a little wall and like a little half, like not even a half wall, like a quarter wall. And he was like, see around that corner, there's a big wall that's like covered in moss type looking stuff. And it's like wood and moss and look really closely and you'll see a handle. That's the bathroom. <laughs> and it was literally like the door was hidden in the wall. <laughs> that sounds like a California thing right Dude, there. Right. And so I was like, uh, okay. So that was really weird. So that's the first <laughs> weird bathroom that I ran into. I'll tell you more about the weird bathrooms as we keep going. All right. Does that work? Yep. All right. So that night we went to the comedy cellar. Nice. In the West Village. So for those that aren't familiar, that is a very famous comedy club where many, many, many comedians got their start. It's sort of like the Laugh Factory in L.A. It is. Or the is comedy, uh, store? comedy store. Comedy store. Laugh Factory is one of them, too, right? Yeah, Laugh Factory. I forget where that one is. Yeah, that's either in New York or L.A. I can't remember. But anyway, so we went to the Comedy Cellar and like what it's known for. So this is the... This is typically the the atypical place that you always see on TV of where comedy clubs happen in New York with the brick wall behind it. It says the Comedy Cellar right there. People have seen this. There's tons of comedy specials that have been filmed there. It is an amazing little place. Mm -hmm. You are familiar with it, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Isn't that where uh, Seinfeld got his start? Yep, sure is. Uh, yep. Seinfeld, Conan, like all kinds of people like that. A lot of Conan influence from that place. The greatest part about it is that you never know who's going to pop on to do five or ten minutes to work out a set. So Louis popped in there not too long ago. He, that's where he popped up in New York to workshop right. a couple of sets. Mm -hmm. So this place is famous. And so it's a place you go in. It's really small inside. We had we reserved a table like a month ago. And so we are like a month before. And so we had a table that was right up next to the stage. <laughs> I know where this is going. Well, yeah, so it's good and bad, right? You, you kind of don't want to sit up there because you're going to be part of it. You're going to be a prop. So if you're looking at the stage, we are off to the right of the stage, though. Yep, but the that's table, the area. But the table right next to it. And so okay. uh, I'd like to add that I had been drinking for hours at this point. So I showed up pretty hammered. <laughs> Just context. You know, okay. I'll keep that in mind. Water, uh, wine at dinner, you know how it goes. Yeah. So we had to put our phones in a pouch, you know, and all that, or in a just like it was a, it wasn't like a Chappelle type pouch. It was just a, a Manila envelope that they sealed, and which led me to believe I was like, wow, I wonder if someone really big is going to pop in and do a set tonight. You know, it ended up being, it was about six comics overall. They were just doing five ten minute sets each. Every single one of these were people that I'd recognized. I wouldn't say that they're big names. So it was like Dave Davidoff. Do you know who he is? Nope. Google him real quick. You've seen him before. He was in... Um, so a lot of these people were in that show Crashing that uh, with Pete Holmes on HBO. 
Dave Davidoff has been in a lot of like real. These have all been people that are in very like random little things that are just like random side parts and things like that in movies. Okay. Uh, looks like his first name is spelled D O V Davidoff. Yeah, Dov Davidoff. Sorry, not Dov Davidoff. Davidoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah my yeah, bad. Okay. I said it wrong. From Jersey. Okay. Yep. So that dude, Marina Franklin, she's been on Conan's. I've seen her on Conan several times. She's definitely probably one of the most known that we saw. Yeah, I recognize her. Yep. And then we saw Daniel Simonson. He's like a Norwegian dude who's super self-deprecating and loathing. Dude, he... (laughs) Yeah, he looks funny. Dude, yeah, he literally just talked about his huge nose and like his concave chest and how it's weird whenever he tries to have sex with a woman and the the boob falls in the concave part of his chest. (laughs) Dude, (laughs) I was losing it. Like, I was losing it. (coughs) Wow. And there was... So, there was one thing that sucked about it was that we were at a table of six people. There were four of us, so they sold the two seats next to us, so we were on the inside. And, like, man, I'd been drinking all day. I was exhausted because I'd been up since 3 o'clock in the morning, basically. And I was drunk. And I was, I wouldn't say drunk, but I was pretty tipsy. But I was, I, yeah, point, but that exhaustion kind of like set it up another dude, level. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I started to get really claustrophobic to the point where I had to like get out and like go sit in the back and just like drink some water and just chill for a minute. Like, cause I just, I needed to not be around people for a second. And like to the yeah. point where like the bouncer came over and he's like, dude, are you all right? You need to like step out and get some air. And I was like, and I know I look like shit, but I was like, no, no, I just need some water here for a second. And he brought me like some water, and then I downed a cup of water, and I was absolutely fine. But I think I just got like claustrophobic, you know? Which yeah, well, that's the thing about uh, comedy clubs in general; they're all pretty tight, packed in. Um, yeah, real packed in. Which was great, but I just I feel like overall, like I was just t- and, and I was also tired, and so at like and so one guy was up there, and I cannot think of his name. He's been in. Like a lot of things, he was by far. I said Marina Franklin was probably the most popular. This dude was definitely the most popular, but I cannot think of his name or what he's been in. But I will run across it and I will let you know when I do. I just I okay. can't think of it, and I I've had a hard time piecing it all together of like what I've seen him in. But I've absolutely seen him in thing like pretty big things before. Uh, but unfortunately, that was when I was kind of like away from the stage a little bit, so I couldn't even really look up like you know, whatever I heard or whatever, because, or, you know, like any jokes or anything like that, because he was workshopping jokes on top of that. And so I'll figure it out. But it was an incredible experience, dude. The place was awesome. I just wish that I weren't so exhausted. Right. Yeah. Maybe next time you go there, do it the day after you travel. Yeah, exactly. Because I feel like, well, we just didn't really have that choice because on Friday we had a lot of crap going on. Saturday was the wedding. Sunday we left. Yeah, so you crammed a lot into this trip. Did we? And, like, so it was, like, literally one of those things where I was, like, sitting there, like, staring off, trying to, like, shake myself to pay attention, you know? And I was like, oh, my God, I'm just, like, falling the fuck asleep because I'm just so just tired a little bit, like, enough, like, alcohol in my system where I'm tired, you know? And just in general, it was just all catching up. So we took a cab back, passed out, and got up the next morning. And we started, like, we did, like, we got some bagels and stuff, and we started walking down to, like, so we walked, like, basically through all the neighborhoods all the way down. We were on, like, 40th Street. We walked all the way down, like, probably about 40 or 50 blocks down Mm -hmm. and went all the way to Lower Manhattan, went to the 9-11 Memorial, which was awesome. Nice. And I haven't been, like, so I've been to New York City several times since that happened, but I haven't ever gone down to Lower Manhattan to check that out just because. Oh, really? Yeah. I just hadn't had time. And, like, the the last time I was down there, the buildings were there. So, like, you know, been a long time. So it was awesome. It was an awesome tribute. The crazy, one of the weirdest parts about it, though, was there was this, like, there's a place called the Oculus. So Google that real quick and just look at what this place looks like. It's called the Oculus. And it's this big, spiky, white building that's right kind of behind the memorial. And there's like a tour you can do and everything, but there's this giant... Are you seeing this? So, okay, yeah, yeah, with the spikes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, okay. And so that's like a mall. Huh. I felt like that was a weird place to put that. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. I'm looking at the interior of it. Yeah, there's Banana Republic. There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, that's well that but that's a very New York thing to do, right? I mean, because just down the just down the street is the Freedom Tower. 
So what are you going to do if you have a bunch of people there? You put shopping and all that stuff so you yeah. can give, uh, you know, state sales tax and all that crap. I guess that's true. It just felt it's cool because it's really, really unique looking. And yeah. It's really like it's a sculpture as much as it is a. Yeah, the inside of it on the ground level looks like it's about the size of Grand Central Station. Dude, it's a, it's huge. And you can catch the subway in there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, I see. So it's it's not only like a spot that you can go in, get on the subway, but you can also go to shops. And, Correct. Huh. Yeah. So I thought that was, it was cool. It was just a strange place for it. But I guess that does make sense. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so we Ubered back uptown to the hotel. And then we, just because we wanted to get back up there a little bit quicker. And so we went back uptown and... We went. We decided we were going to go towards Central Park the other way, and we stopped at this place about halfway. It was a sandwich shop called the Melt, and they had these like amazing melted hamburger type sandwiches. Dude, yeah, that sounds so good right now. And it was, ex- I know, right? It was exactly halfway between the hotel and the park, so it was good. Perfect. You could walk up to it. You could rest for a few minutes. So we kind of walked through Times Square to get there, which I hate Times Square. It's just. It's a zoo. I mean, I've never been to New York, but just looking at pictures and my friend who goes like religiously twice a year to New York goes there all the time. He's just like, check it out. And he just spins around. I'm just like, what's the what's the point? It's just shoulder to shoulder people. It's cool in the off hours. If you go up there like nine o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night, it's great because there's nobody there or not as many people there. And you can like kind of appreciate it. But like. Man, if you're trying to walk around through there around rush hour or something like that, because cars can't drive through there specifically, but like, if you're walking around around rush hour or something like that, it's a nightmare to get through. Because people just don't pay attention. They just stop to take pictures. You know how it goes. And it's like, get the fuck out of the way. Yep, that's people. Yeah, man, that's people for you 100%. Uh, and tourists, too. I mean, that's a tourist thing, right? Yeah, it really is. Yeah, and so we, but we had lunch. We edged our way over to 30 Rock. Just so we could see the, you know, the ice skating thing and all that. Because we were with a couple of people that had never been to New York before. Or never really done New York. Well, at least one of them hadn't. And so we kind of wanted to do some of the big things, you know. And so we, you know, and and not in a, like a, a touristy type fashion. We just kind of wanted to kind of walk by and see some of those things and do, you know, like that kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. So we walked through there, saw Trump Tower. It looked nice and guarded, just, just in case you were wondering. <laughs> I wasn't. No, okay, just checking. Russian meetings, you know, you got to be guarded, man. <laughs> um, so you know, all those jokes were running rampant, but uh, yeah, we went down to the park, and so like most of the time, man, the weather held up really nice while we were there for the most part. It was the first day we got there; it was a little bit warm because the sun was out, but after that, it was pretty much overcast or snowy. Uh, overcast most of the time that we were out during the day doing things. So, for instance, like on Friday, it didn't snow at all. It was about. 20 30 degrees but i mean with coats and hats on it was fine it was it was comfortable honestly i thought it was great just to be outside i love yeah it. uh so we walked to the park got to see central park in the snow i actually proposed to claire in central park a long time ago and so we kind of went back to that spot for a minute went you know kind of did bethesda fountain over there where it's the famous like giant fountain and stuff where they shot like home alone and all that oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we did that and uh, kind of meandered our way back that way. And that night we went to a place for dinner called The Smith. And, dude, I'm telling you, man, overall, I didn't have a bad meal in New York, which, you know, as long as you follow Yelp and just pay attention, it's not hard to do. But, man, like, this meal was incredible. I I had a pot pie that was homemade. Really? Wow. Dude, it was fantastic. It was so like it was just flaky. It melts in yep. your mouth. Oh, yeah. had like butter on it. Dude, fresh veggies inside of it. Mushrooms yeah. inside of it, which is a rare thing for a pot pie, but an amazing thing for yeah. a pot pie. Um, dude, yeah, it was fantastic. Claire had the uh, or Tyler had this like sea bass. My buddy Tyler had this like sea bass that was incredible. Uh, dude, just top notch dining all the way around. And the best part was at the end they had these giant warm cookies. Ooh. So it was sweet, but not too much kind of thing. You know? Yep. Yep. It, it was it was incredible. And then we we went and drank after that. And so <laughs> shocking, li- dude. Yeah, we literally <laughs> uh, got absolutely hammered 
the second night we were there. But one other thing I forgot to tell you about the Smith, that's where weird bathroom number two comes into place. Okay. Weird bathroom number two uh, was a shared bathroom. Ah, unisex. So, so kind of. Let me paint a picture for you. I'd had a few <laughs> drinks. Probably killed about a bottle of wine, went down to the restroom. It was downstairs. Like most, okay. like a lot of bathrooms are in New York City. Sure. I go down the stairs. There's only one hallway leading to the bathroom. Fine. I walk in, and it's like a sink area. All women were standing there washing their hands. And I just, like, stopped and was, like, looking around like, uh, did I fuck up here? Like, <laughs> what's going on here? And they all just, like, stared at me. And I was like, uh, and so obviously I was like, they could tell I was confused. Pretty good. Pretty good. And <laughs> all of a sudden, like, two dudes just walked. And so, like, the, basically the way this was set up was all one big shared sink area. And then there were just individual little closet rooms with toilets. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So it was unisex, but, like, you had your own stall. Yeah. You know what I mean? But my buddy was, so I, I came back laughing because that was the second weird bathroom I had seen in New York. And I told my buddy about it, and he was like, uh, so he knew what to expect going in there. And so he goes down there and he comes back laughing. And I was like, what, what's so funny? And he was like, I knew, I knew what to expect, but it just caught me off guard whenever I was standing there waiting for a, a stall to open. And all of a sudden the door opened and a woman walked out. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah, like, you yeah, probably have that feeling like you've been caught with your pants down, dude, yeah. even though you're fully clothed. You're just like, oh. Yeah. And I'm like, God, I hope you don't walk in there and it smells or some shit. Like, that's just, you know, that's not something you're prepared to deal with. Anyway. I just thought that was so... I mean, it, that was less strange the more you think about it. It's really not that big of a deal. Like, it, it was fine. Yeah, it's all about consolidation, yeah, right? Yeah, and it so. was nice. It was great. But, dude, it was... it caught, Dude, whenever I walked in, it was all women washing their hands. I was like, what... If it would have been, like, some women and guys washing their hands, I would have put sure. those pieces together immediately. Mm -hmm. But I was super confused. So, anyway. <laughs> that was weird bathroom number two. We, um... <laughs> this is like the first time I met OJ kind of thing, you know? <laughs> no, but, uh, so it was weird bathroom number two. We get hammered that night. We we got up, like I said, around 8 o'clock that morning. We went all day long. And, like, we stopped at bars throughout the day, too, and had drinks here and there and, you know, kind of thing. Just kind of made our way through the city leisurely. Right, and, right. Dude, we crashed at 1 o'clock that morning. I was so smoked by the time we had walked, like, 16 miles that day is what my watch said. God. It was ridiculous. And, you know, Claire with her no like her bad shoes and her hurt knee was just dying. So again, a trooper, 100 percent Crash 1 a.m. We decided we were gonna sleep in the next morning because we had to go to Jersey for the wedding the next day. The wedding was at 2 30 in the afternoon. Mm. So I was like, okay. So went to bed. It snowed that night. And so we got up the next morning. I went and got us some coffee and some food. It was like like absolutely like slushy outside and disgusting and gross and it finally cleared up throughout the day or whatever and but my buddy and i would decide to go down and find a jewish a jewish deli for lunch and get some sandwiches before we had to head to new jersey while the girls got ready and so we walked all the way across town basically to the west village and got went to one of the best jewish delis in the city and got some amazing roast beef sandwiches and turkey sandwiches and whatnot and just something to nosh on kind of thing because we didn't want to eat too much which I'll get to that in a minute because I'm glad we didn't. <laughs> Dude, we got to this, we took an Uber over to this chapel or, uh, you know, like Catholic church across the, the river. And a couple of things happened. So we're in this church. My favorite guy in the crowd was the guy that showed up that was wearing the Red Sox t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> in a church wedding. <laughs> so that guy was awesome. There were all kinds of Jersey people there that just your typical Jersey people, right? Right. You know, the double, the Italians, the kissing on the cheeks, you know, the whole thing. Yep. Great people. Amazing. So one of our buddies from a couple of our buddies from college strolled in the back. And so I'd seen that one of them and his wife were invited. And I think the, like both of these guys and their wives were invited and they just decided to come together. Now, these guys are both from West Texas. Mm. So these are the most down-home guys, the most salt-of-the-earth amazing dudes, but 
imagine these guys in New York City. Yeah, they're just, you know, big lights and yeah. Out out of place to say the least. Right. Mm-hmm. So this one dude who's about three and a half bills, like he's heavy, dude. He's a big old guy. He uh he shows up and I love this dude. Like I I've had so much fun with this guy over the years, and he shows up and like at one point, you know, it's like Catholic, you know, it's a Catholic service and everything. Everybody gets on the kneeler. I look over and I'm like, oh my God, that poor kneeler. That dude's going to bust through that thing if he's not careful. Like, this is a big old boy. You know, like, I, dude, I was terrified that that was going to happen. Like, yeah. You know, but luckily, good construction in the church. They held up. You know, good to hear. They chose <laughs> good a good to church. Know. Yeah, they chose a good church, right? Um, so after that, it was kind of a weird thing because the reception, so the wedding was at 2.30, was done about 3.15. And the reception was at 530. Hmm. So we had some time. And so we decided to go. We found So after the wedding, we found a bar just down the way. It was probably three or four blocks down the way. And so we all decided, you know, we walked from the church down there. And I hear from behind me, the big old country guy just go, I ain't no chicken, but my thighs are fried. <laughs> oh, Dude, and wow. I'm... I'm losing it. I'm absolutely losing it. And, uh, and like, he's just, you know, just a good old country boy and in the middle of New Jersey, <laughs> you know? And yeah. Like, so we walk into this bar and it's a blue collar bar, man. There's all these people. They're obviously regulars and we show up loud and whatnot, you know, and like uh, dressed just, up, dressed up. Yep. Suit and tie, all that. And we sit down at the bar and this guy just, hi, how's, howdy, how's it going? You know, and just like yelling across the bar and everything at this poor, you know, well, we're from out of town and all this. And I'm like, dude, just be cool, man. Like, yeah, you're putting a target on your back. Yeah. And like, it's not, not that anybody's going to say anything, but it's more just like, man, like, first of all, not all of us are from Texas. So let's, let's, yeah. let's not speak for the group here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who elected you leader? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, but you know, just a good old boy makes some conversation, whatever. I didn't really care. And, uh, man, and like, he's just going on and on and on and just getting hammered. And like, you know, he has himself a a plate of chicken tenders before we go to this reception where there's more eating and going on. And so he starts telling us about the night that he had in New York the night before. And so I guess they got in, they flew into Newark in New Jersey and they went to the rehearsal dinner. Well, we had dinner plans that night, unfortunately. So we didn't make it to the rehearsal dinners. We didn't find out about it until a little bit later. And so we had dinner plans, and so we didn't see the bride and groom and everything until the day of the wedding. And so they flew into Newark, and so they went to the actual rehearsal dinner. And I guess the big old boy killed two bottles of wine at the rehearsal dinner. Oh. Dude, how many bottles of wine can you drink before you pass out? Probably one and a half, yeah, maybe one, maybe close to two. Dude, one and a half, I'll be, I'll be on the floor passed out. Yeah. No doubt about it. <laughs> I'll be finished. Dude killed... Two bottles of wine and 20 beers that night. 20? 20 beers, because they went out drinking in the city after that. How big is this, dude? 350. Three three and a half. Oh, this is the 350 guy. Okay, well, that I can believe. Yeah. And so he showed me videos of them walking around Times Square at like 4 o'clock in the morning. It's snowing on this video. And he's (laughs) wearing a long sleeve shirt, just a long sleeve shirt and like a Columbia vest. I'm like, bro, it's like 20 <laughs> degrees outside. You could die from that kind of temperature. <laughs> he's probably like, I got plenty of insulation. Dude, dude, yeah, he's got all kinds of fucking layers, I'm telling you. Right. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> dude, yeah, it is so funny. So I'm like, and like, I'm falling off the bar stool with him telling me about this because I can't even imagine the look on all these New York people's faces whenever these guys are trudging in and out of bars after this one dude drank two bottles of wine and 20 beers. <laughs> I can't even imagine. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Amazed if he found his way back. Dude, you and I have been on some benders in our time, but I yeah. I can't imagine it was anything like this. No. Um no. Yeah, I, dude, I don't no, I don't yeah. think it even got close to that. No, definitely not. And so um anyway, so we're I, so we we're starting to wonder like what time should we leave this bar for the reception? Mm-hmm. And so he's like, Well, I'm gonna call the place and find out if there are people there already. Gets on the phone. Howdy, how y'all doing? You know, just <laughs> like 
I'm like, God damn it. Well, we're supposed to be there for a party. You know, just going on and on and on, dude. And this just thick-ass country accent. And like, all right, Dan, we'll see you later. You know, just, God. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, so we're good and hammered on the way there for the most part. Dude, so this place is at a place called the Brownstone in New York, in New Jersey. Have you ever heard of the Brownstone? No. So this place is incredibly famous and popular, which I didn't know. And apparently this place has been on, like, the Real Housewives of New Jersey and all this. Like, it is the place to go. Hmm. And oh, full open bar. And, dude, for the cocktail hour, there were oysters on a half shell, lobster, lobster rolls, pork, chicken, beef, sliders, cheese and salami, bread. And there, there was more. There was definitely more. I just can't Jeez. think of it all. Wow. This was the fucking cocktail hour. So I'm pretty, like, full by the time we even go upstairs to the actual reception, which involved a five-course meal. <laughs> what? Which my, Usually is three, but five? Which my big buddy loved. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Dude, but the thing was, he was so goddamn hungover, there were three times throughout the night where he went to the bathroom and just vomited all over the place. Oh, uh. <laughs> Dude, at one point, the second time it happened, I was in the bathroom, like, washing my hands when he burst in the door and goes into the stall and just starts ripping it apart. And so, you know, I wash my hands and leave, and I, I'm just laughing, you know, and I get a beer, and I go sit down at the table. Oh, no, I got a, a scotch, and I went and sat down at the table. And he comes back with two giant glasses of wine and sits down and starts drinking again. <laughs> <laughs> like, the definition of puke and rally, dude. Man. Yeah, man, this guy was going hard. But as they talked about on Just Peachy, Claire got backpack drunk for sure. Oh, yeah. Hashtag backpack drunk. Did you see the videos I sent you of her? Uh, no, I have not watched those Dude, yet, actually. Actually, you should watch them. They're on your Snapchat right now. Okay. You should. They're from me. You should go watch them because it'll tell you all you need to know about how drunk Claire was because, dude, the dancing was unbelievable. It really was. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to, like... I'm going to wait here for a second while you see this, because I want to see your reaction. This is bad radio. (laughs) (laughs) I can hear that techno music. Dude, yeah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It was out of control. <laughs> Things got real out of control real fast. Wow. Yeah. So, do we... <laughs> yeah. It's like, I like how Lindsay comes in. She dances a little bit. She's just like, yeah, I'm fun. And Claire's just like, oh, I'm getting down. Dude, Claire was getting it, dude. She was backpack drunk for sure. <laughs> if you don't know what hashtag backpack drunk is, you got to go watch, listen to Just Peachy. It's the episode eight. They talk about it. It's great. Um, Absolutely. So we have this five-course meal. And, dude, at one point, so there was pasta involved in one of the courses. And, oh. dude, and it was incredible food. Every single thing that we ate was the best food I've ever eaten. It was the best food I've ever had at a wedding, and it wasn't even close. Wow. It wasn't even close. And they, like, there was, like, you know, like, they were going through the different types of pasta and stuff. And, you know, so you've got, like you know, different pasta with different types of meat in it and all this, and, like, there's one with crab in it and all this. And so they're going through the menu, and it was very different than a a normal wedding reception. So typically you would have, like, the dinner and everything, and then everybody starts dancing and all that. This was all interwoven within. So it was like they came around and got your order. And then everybody danced, and then they brought a course. Everybody sat down and ate. Then everybody got back up and kind of danced, and then they brought another course. You know, that kind of thing. So it kind of kept it going all night, which was actually kind of cool. Uh, that is cool. And it kept it from feeling like you had just eaten a shit ton of food. And so um, anyway, throughout the night, uh, or so at one point whenever they came, they were coming around taking orders, they get around to our big buddy, and they were explaining the pasta and meat sauce, basically. And she was like, well, you know, it's like a beef, you know, like a sauce with beef in it. And he was like, is that cow beef? <laughs> Dude, and I'm drunk, and I'm just falling out of my chair laughing like i can't even deal with myself i'm laughing so hard this guy i'm like this guy's so out of place it's great is um, that cow beef wow. is that cow beef whatever kind of beef is it what is- <laughs> right <laughs> the fuck, man? 
And so uh, the thing was, Claire and I had a flight the next morning at 6 a.m. So we mm. were the fuck up out of there pretty early. Yeah. Actually, we had a, a 7 a.m. flight. I take that back. We got a, we we wait a little bit longer, but not by much. And, dude, so I wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning, and we probably we left there, you know, probably midnight or so and got back around 1 probably and crashed and got up around 5 maybe, 4 mm-hmm. or 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm pretty sure we were both still pretty hammered. I'm I'm reasonably sure because we were both so tired and just like, couldn't even think straight like i was trying to blog and i just couldn't even like <laughs> form words yeah. yeah i couldn't even put it together normal sentences and so we we slept most of the way back i well i worked for a lot of the way back actually i went to sleep i think it was one of those things i just needed a little bit more sleep i think claire was still pretty hammered but i went mm-hmm. back to sleep and or I, I slept for a little bit got up started working again and i, I was fine but we were back here by noon which was nice because, man, we went nonstop the entire trip, as you can tell. It was wild. It was a hell of a time, man. We've got to do. We got to go back to New York, man. We got to go see Grenovo. We got to see Jimmy. We got a lot of stuff to do when we're there. We got to make that happen, like the boys or something, at some point. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, and that's a city. That's one of the the cities I have yet to go to in the U.S. I've been everywhere else. Yeah, dude, it's an incredible place. I love New York. I really do. And and you know, being a native Boston guy, it's that's kind of hard to to swallow a little bit. But it's a great city. It really <laughs> is overall. I just hate the sports fandom more than anything else. You know. Right. Well, it sounds like you had an amazing time. I'm sure you're still trying to recover. Dude, it's not too bad. I feel like I mean I could be way worse, or I should be way worse, but I'm not. So. Uh, yeah, a lot of fun to be had. A lot of good recommendations there. I'll kind of post them in the actual episode notes so everybody has them. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and, I think, wrap things up. We're going to be back next week, another episode of radio. We're going to have a lot of movie stuff to talk about. We've got a lot of entertainment stuff to catch up on. Uh, we wanted to kind of devote this one to New York a little bit and, you know, hats off kind of thing, talk a little bit about it and all that. Had to hear about the Southern guy, his first trip to New York. That was the best part about the whole thing, just being present for his... <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. His first trip to New York was just incredible. He definitely made a, a legend of himself. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, make sure to check us out on social media at uh, Sensibly Loud on Twitter and on Instagram. Make sure to check us out on Facebook page, sensiblyloud.com, brand new website. Check it out. We'll be back next week. See you, buddy. See you.